Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. This is The View from Vitaly, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. some time that Joe Vitale is a Hall of Fame human being, one of the best people you will ever meet. And this weekend, Joe is being inducted into the Northeastern University Athletics Hall of Fame. He is a Husky, and he's on a team now that he will never be cut from. Joey V, good morning. How are you doing? Hey, Randy. I'm doing great. It's great to be back in Boston, and uh, it was a great night last night. Uh, okay, tell us about it. Well, I tell you what, it was the... Um, it was amazing. Kendall Coyne, uh, of course, we all know Kendall Coyne from the USA days. She was a Northeastern Husky. She got inducted. Uh, she was here. It was the 1981 team. Um, was here uh, as well. Uh, I tell you what, some wonderful, wonderful players. Chris Emanuel, a baseball player. And uh, just wonderful people. They were all a part of it uh, to celebrate. We had a, an award show, a cocktail hour. And it, it's just funny to see... You know, a lot of these athletes, two of the six were, were during my era when I was here. I remember I remember them as students, and I, of course, remember myself as a student. And just to see the growth of where where they were and, and now where they're at today. I mean, looking at a Kendall Coyne who was literally trying to, like, nurse her baby and keep her quiet like a little two-month-old little boy. Uh, and then she goes up on stage, and I just remember her as a, a student athlete just zipping around the ice. And, and, of course, my wife and I with our five kids, you know, every game – uh, throughout college, there was a uh, chapel. Uh, there was a chapel down downtown Boston. It was the St. Francis Chapel. My dad took me there when I was freshman, and I was really struggling. Uh, I remember I was just such a kid. I was really struggling with hockey. You know, when you're young, you, you, the world is how, how, how well you're doing in sports. You don't think anything beyond that. You're, you're so naive to think that there's any other issues in the world. And I remember I was struggling in, in hockey, and you know, I just got drafted by Pittsburgh, but I wasn't really performing very well. And he took me to this uh, St. Francis Chapel. Anyway, so long story short, I, I would go to that chapel before every single collegiate game for four straight years. I would light a candle under St. Joseph's statue. Uh, started as a superstition, and obviously built, built my faith around it. Yesterday, I, I stumbled across the same chapel, and I knelt down before the same St. Joseph's statue. I, I said a couple of prayers, and, you know, it just really hit me as it hits all athletes, and I guess every human being for that matter, that, you know, when you come back to these spots, you, you kind of revisit who you used to be, you know, and I remember just being in those kneelers and I was just such a boy uh, with, with such high hopes and high dreams. And, and you always think that, you know, nothing's going to work out the way it's supposed to. But at the end of the day, you know, I was sitting there the other day looking like my guy, like five kids, beautiful wife, awesome career and a wonderful, wonderful community of great people around me, including you guys. And uh, just life, life works out pretty good. Joey, that is amazing. It's, it's a full circle moment when you, you, you it's nothing that you think about when, while you're playing, but to be able to be appreciated in that manner, I, I'm sure it does feel great. Congratulations, brother. Well-deserved. And we, we are happy to have you on every week. You are doing an amazing job and obviously have done an amazing job in your career. Well, thanks, Gary. I appreciate, I really appreciate you saying that. But yeah, you, I mean, you've been there certainly as well. And 
uh, you know, all those all those molehill, molehills that look like mountains mm. that you don't think you're ever going to get through. And life life's going to end if I don't make this team. Or life's going to end if I don't get off this this scoreless streak. Um, but it is funny. Life life always kind of works out the way exactly the way it's supposed to. And in most cases, I think for most people, probably better than they ever imagined. Definitely. Well, and congratulations also. I just want to say that we always enjoy having you on. But, Joey, I did want to ask you just some hockey, some Blues questions right now because we were discussing earlier, great win for the Blues last night, but the power play continues to be an issue. 0 for 7 last night, now 1 for 35 on the season. You've been there before, obviously, as a player, as we were discussing. Is this becoming more of just a mental block that they're dealing with when it comes to the power play? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's all mental up at this point. They have the they have the, the physical tools, Brooke, to go out there and score goals. I mean, they got some terrific players. I was up in I was up in the booth. I uh, was a couple games ago with uh, the New Jersey, some of the brass in New Jersey. Um, Jim Madigan's daughter, she's the assistant GM. Tom Fitzgerald as well. And we're kind of looking at this roster, and every scout, you know, Neil Kamadowski, I was talking to him. He's a Vancouver scout. Brooks, uh, Alex Brooks with Chicago. Uh, I always kind of mingle with some of the guys in the intermission and everyone always says the same thing. So this is a good perspective for, for scouts outside of the organization. So this is a very unbiased opinion. They all say the same thing. They say, man, look at this roster. I mean, it's not like you guys don't have the talent to be scoring goals in the power play. I mean, they're like, look, you got Jordan Cairo shot. You got Robert Thomas, who's heating up five on five. You just can't convert to power play. Now, uh, Pavel Buchnevich, Braden Shen, uh, what, what a net from presence. Kevin Hayes has had his, most hay and obviously his most success on the power play as well. And we all know that Tory crew can, can run a power play better than anyone in the league. So it's not that the personnel is an issue. Uh, it's really just about confidence. And I know that once one goes in, it's going to start piling up in a hurry. Uh, I remember my days in Arizona, we had a penalty kill that on the flip side was like equally, if not as, as bad. I mean, we, it seemed like every game we were letting in two PK goals for every four chances. We were, we were flirting around 40%. It was just really, really ugly. And I remember stepping over the boards in that like month and a half stretch where there was like, maybe it was called 15 or 20 games. And you'd step over the boards just waiting to get scored on. I mean, you just, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, shy away from the fact that we will get scored on at some point. It's just a matter of when. And, and that was a really bad mental, uh, mental fatigue to kind of set in because for so long you, you kind of get pounded down with goals against. And, and it's the same thing for the power play. It's all about confidence and, and just getting into a rhythm and just stepping over the boards with purpose and conviction that we're going to go out there and do a job. And, and in order to do that, you really have to have some success to back it up to give you that confidence. Um, Joey, can you talk to me about Bucinavich? He seems to be struggling a little bit. He's frustrated with his play. Uh, we're seeing pucks bounce off his stick. I remember Robert Thomas saying last year that you could you could pass him any type of puck and he's going to be able to control it and shoot it. Right now he's struggling, it feels like, with everything. Is that also a mental thing? He's just pressing too much or are you seeing something different? You know, you know, Kerry, it could be mental. You know, keep in mind, too, he, he is dealing with uh, an upper body injury to some degree. He missed a few games here. Um, at the end of Octo- mid-October, uh, he got hit really, really bad. I believe it was in the Seattle game uh, by Alexiak behind the net. He got popped pretty hard in that second game. And he's missed a little time. And, and to be fair, I, I don't know if I've really noticed him to be his, his 100% self. Mm. Uh, that, that's the bad. I mean, the good is obviously he's good enough to play. And you love, you love that warrior mindset where, where players know they're not 100%, and especially this early in the season. For them to kind of keep going out there and playing is um, you know, a, lot, a lot of credit to them. So I do think Pooch Davis certainly has that personality about him. He's a, he's a gamer. He loves, to, he loves to compete. He loves to be a part of it. Um, so I almost wonder if it's an injury so bad, at, at some point will they sideline him again? 
But I think that, you know, since that injury, he has not looked, he has not looked completely like himself. So you almost wonder if something else is going on there. Uh, and you just hope that the health of him kind of, kind of comes around because there, there's a time when, when he's at his best, you're right. He's catching pucks and he's snapping with the net with, with some fury uh, power play. He's got the authority to shoot the puck. And I just think the overall 200 foot game physicality um, is there so much at a higher level when, uh, when he's at hundred percent. So you hope that he can kind of recover quickly. If anything, just kind of get into a better 200 foot game rhythm uh, because he's one of their best wingers and, and he knows it too. And the coach knows it. And this team goes when Buchnevich goes, I will say that when he's moving, when he's scooting, uh, he's a threat on that left side. And I've always said it, but one day he, he could be a winger that wins a Selkie trophy. I mean, he is that good defensively and he's that good all around. Uh, and this team certainly, in order to keep taking steps forward, is going to need him to be to be there all the time. Joey V, one last thing. Don't know if you saw this, but Frank Borman, who is the commander of Apollo 8, the first mission to ever circle the moon, he passed away at the age of 95. If given the opportunity and uh, assurances that it was safe to walk on the moon, would Joe Vitale accept it? I don't think so. I, I don't think it's anything for me. You know what I mean? I think that you get there and it's kind of cool, a little freaky for a second. But then you look left and you look right, Randy. I mean, it's just sand, right? Or it's rocks. Is that, is that right? Yeah, rocks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've been to some of the nicest beaches. And the first day, you're like, whoa. You know, we've all been there, right? We've all been there. It's like, whoa, this is unbelievable. And then day two, you're just like, eh. You know what I mean? The good thing about a, the good thing about a beach in Florida is, like, I can always hop on a plane and come home if I'm not liking it. You know, we went to Disney World. You know, a couple of years ago, and we stayed at the Animal Kingdom, and we had this balcony, and there's this big old giraffe. We opened this door, this big old giraffe eating this grape leaf. I think I told you guys this. Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Oh my God, kids, come look, come look! There's a big giraffe!" And the kids are like, "Oh my God!" Everyone's losing their mind. And I would imagine that's how it'd be when we land on on the moon. Like, "Oh my God, we're on the moon!" But then you know, day two sets in. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm, I'm, chum- I'm jumping on a bowl of cereal. My like, honey, the the draft back. And she's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> like, okay, no biggie. You know, we're, this is how we're we're conditioned as humans. Just it's the um, it's the treadmill effect of just like you just kind of find the norm. You find the medium ground always. So. Uh, again, the good thing about finding that medium ground when you're when you're in Florida is you can always come home when you get bored. But if I'm on the moon, that's going to take a long time to get back. <laughs> kind of stuck, yeah. <laughs> kind of stuck. So uh, what does today entail? Last night was the induction. Are you guys coming back today, or do you have a weekend of festivities? Randy, I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you because you're my good friend. We had these plans. My wife and I are here with my parents. My parents are at a hotel across the street. We're, we're at the Colonnade, which is an awesome hotel in Boston if you've never been. We left all our kids at home. They have school. We had these high hopes. My wife and I like revisit Boston because, you know, she went to Northeastern too. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, we, we met freshman year. So we were going to go see our old sites and go down Newberry Street, maybe go to Beacon Hill and just maybe, you know, have dinner at the North End. We have not left the bed, I think, since Thursday night. We are so exhausted <laughs> from life, and we are in this beautiful city. Awesome. Now, listen, we're not sleeping the whole time. Don't, don't get me wrong. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, we're just, we're not, sleep, sleep's not the only activity. Don't, you know, I don't want to figure what here. We are, we are in bed, and so I, I stepped away. I stepped away for a hot, a hot 10 minutes to talk to you great fellas because I said, hey, honey, there's, there's none of that here. I got to talk to my good friends over at 101 this morning. So, she, but she stayed laying in bed. She's sleeping in, and we do have to catch a flight at some point today to get home. I, I got to find out when that is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Joey. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. 
Randy. <laughs> Randy character. That is that is over the line. <laughs> that is over the line. Uh, I guess congratulations. Oh, <laughs> Love you, Joe. Oh, man. We lost, we lost all control. <laughs> hey, have a, have a wonderful weekend. Congratulations again. By the way, what a year. CBC and Northeastern, a couple of Hall of Fames for you. Well-deserved, and we love you, and we thank you for your time. Hey, we love you guys. You guys are the best. You guys have a great weekend. Always a pleasure. You too, Joe. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> Joe Vitale on 101 ESPN.